Have you ever been in a relationship with a narcissist who cheated? Now, I normally say on mo most of my videos that all narcissists cheat. And there's some that might not fall into that particular category. If you expand it out to what cheating is as a whole, just by definition, then yeah, they all cheat. Being liars and dishonest and running away from the truth of themselves, but also how it's actually impacting and hurting you. Today, I want to talk through the aspect of cheating and even step into a piece of mental cheating of what does that actually look like? How does that actually break down and how does it actually impact the relationship? My goal is that you're able to learn and understand just a different perspective of this and be able to see how do you actually move forward from the hurt. There's a lot of people that say like cheating as a whole is awful or hurt hurtful in the relationship, but like the aspect of emotional or mental cheating oftentimes hurts even more because it's not just the physical act of someone going out and being with someone, but it's the emotional piece of that being taken away from one person and given to another. And so we want to be able to talk through just some steps for you to be able to work through this and to be able to help cope in the aspect of dealing with the hurt of being with a toxic person that cheats. Well, if you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness about narcissistic abuse. I'm the founder of Brown Motivations, the creator of the NARC app, and your guide in the Escape Toxicity Challenge, which is just a seven-day challenge for $7 that you can access at escapetoxicity.com. To learn more about narcissistic abuse, interact with the survivors, and start your healing journey moving forward. Where did this bring you? Like when you think of narcissistic abuse, when you think of raw motivations, when you think of, hey, I'm watching this video today, how did you get here? Did it end up being a piece of it being around cheating or being around lying? Oftentimes we see this in narcissistic abuse of it being a common thread and a theme that happens in narcissistic relationships. For me, it was something that was prevalent in my life, and I'm not going to dive into a ton of that. I've got some other videos to talk about my relationships and the cheating that happened in them and what kind of brought me to this place here today. But I want you to understand this aspect of the unseen betrayal, where there's slowly this piece of giving away pieces mentally and emotionally to other people outside of the relationship. And this aspect of like mental cheating involves forming these emotional connections and relationships outside of the one that's already been agreed upon, which can be and oftentimes more hurtful as physical infidelity. Now, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The hard part is, how do you actually see this? How do you actually catch this? Because it's subtle. It's small. It's just like a tiny betrayal that you don't actually know is going on. This is the lie that gets justified on the narcissist side of like, it's not really hurting anyone. It's not really affecting them. Well, it's not really hurting or affecting because that person doesn't know, but it is still having a negative impact on the relationship. Because the emotional scars that are slowly being formed without the other person knowing as they think that this is a healthy relationship, as they think that you guys are bonded together when in reality, you're not. 
This is the hard part because then after the relationship, you feel completely alone and lost and you're confused of was anything real at all. The hard part is a narcissist having a lack of empathy brings them to a place of like, well, it's easier just to be with multiple people than it is to have depth. This is the aspect that I ran from was having true depth in a relationship. It would be easier to have pieces of me known to everyone else than it was to have one person know everything about me. Call it a loss of control, call it a piece of fear, call it an aspect of like, oh, this person would know me and leave me and I'd be shamed, all this aspect. But it's like, let me be with multiple people, let me interact with multiple people, let me have these emotional affairs with other people to continue the facade of who I wanna be or how I wanna come across. Mental cheating is this aspect of it being a betrayal that cuts deep because it's oftentimes justified and hidden in so many different ways that it makes you think the relationship is okay when it's not. Oftentimes emotional affairs, mental affairs lead to physical affairs. And it's very uncommon that someone just has this emotional affair for years and years and years without them actually doing something about it and without it impacting the relationship. Let's say the person in your life only had an emotional affair. Well, how did it actually affect you? Well, it started to pull away at connectedness, right? Like there wasn't much of a connection there. It oftentimes affects the intimacy piece. It oftentimes affects how they show up in the relationship, the irritation, the frustration, not being open, not being vulnerable about what's actually transpiring and going on and produces more and more frustration and tension in the relationship. Like it starts to erode trust between how do I actually know if this person is actually in love with me, if this person actually cares about me, and it starts to erode different pieces. Maybe you're at the place where you've discovered your narcissistic partner has been engaging in these long conversations with other women, and he's been going back and forth, telling them that he loves them, telling them that he cares about them, going back and forth, and you just figured it out, and you just found out about it. Now, he's assuring you that it's just been emotional. Whether it has, whether it hasn't, who knows? You might have to do some more digging and investigation to even figure that out. But what you start to see is this person, the narcissist in your life, has been giving away more and more of himself emotionally while he's been unwilling to do that to you. Now, the hard part is then he starts to blame you that it's your fault. Well, you've been closed off. You haven't opened up. It's been... And it starts listing out a litany of things that you haven't done that means he hasn't done. Now, what I mean by that is a lot of times the narcissist will put it back on the other person. I did this a lot. Like, I didn't, like, you didn't open up, so why should I open up? And the whole thing of like, well, it's your fault for my actions. I want you to understand right now, if the narcissist is blaming you, like if he's blaming you for his actions, it's wrong. It's false because he's in control of his own actions. You don't control his own actions. Otherwise, he's just playing victim saying, oh, I wasn't capable of controlling anything at all. Not really the person you wanna be with. But oftentimes you'll have this aspect where the narcissist will use the other person, will use anyone and everyone to have these long conversations, these, these emotional connections with, sharing personal thoughts, personal feelings, connecting with them, and this emotional bond formed outside of relationship is this huge betrayal because they're unwilling to actually be honest with you about what's going on. This is hard because it brings you to a place where you feel completely shattered. 
like trust is strewn out over the floor, just broken apart because it shatters the foundation of the relationship. This is why I normally say if you don't have honesty, vulnerability, and consistent change, you do not have a relationship because a relationship has to be built on this mutual trust, this mutual respect of like, hey, I can actually trust this person to have my back. But instead, this opens up the door leading to pain, leading to self-doubt, leading to you feeling less than because of how this person treated you. Like it goes much further than just betrayal. It starts to trigger you in ways that you didn't even realize were there. Bringing out pieces of inadequacy, bringing out pieces of self-blame, leaving you questioning your worth. This is probably one of the biggest things that we see in people's lives is they start to question their worth based on how the other person treated them. Like because he left you or because he started emotionally cheating on you, you start to question, I must not be good enough because of his decision. I must not have been healthy enough because he went to her. I must not have been like sexy enough because he went to her. I must not have, and you start to doubt yourself and you start to blame yourself. And you start to question your own worth and validation based on another person's decisions to be toxic. Another person's decisions to not show up honest. Another person's decisions to not be a man and show up vulnerably in a way to actually say, this is what I'm feeling. This is what is actually going on. But instead, running to other people. That's what I did. So I'm not coming from a frame that's being all judgy on other people. I'm coming from a frame of saying, that's who I was. Of showing up and being like, I would rather start another emotional affair and another relationship with someone else than I would be honest about what's actually going on inside. Bearing it down, hiding, moving to the next person instead of actually saying, no, let me actually be a man and be honest. But I didn't want to do that. Instead, I wanted to run from it. So you need to understand that the infidelity, mental, emotional, physical, whatever it might be, is not a reflection of your value. This is where so many different counselors, therapists, religions get it skewed up. When my wife and I, when we went to Christian counseling after the first affair, she walked away from that whole interaction thinking that it was her fault. If she had done better, I wouldn't have done those things. When it had nothing to do with her, it had everything to do about me and what I wanted, which is why I did it. Didn't have anything to do with her. But that's not what they made her think and feel. This is a piece that I want you to understand is your worth does not come from how another person treats you. Like you need to understand like you will go through this ups and downs of feeling worthlessness and realizing that like over time, it is not your fault. The worthlessness that you have is this contrived feeling that comes from how another person treated you. It's not because you weren't good enough. But we have to help you actually move forward and rediscover you. Rediscover how you're actually moving forward and becoming the person that you're called to be. Understanding that you have strengths, you have passions, you have interests, you have things that make you unique. Those things have more to do with your value than how another person treats you, than how another person responds to you. And I want to encourage you to focus back on you, your growth, your self-esteem, and rebuilding those things. You've been focused so long on the other person. You've been focused so long on the toxic person. You haven't had a chance to even take care of yourself mentally, emotionally, physically, to help you actually move to be the person you're called to be. 
So this is going to cause you to set up some healthy boundaries to others, for yourself, back and forth to be able to say, no, this is what I'm going to do to protect your emotional well-being and further prevent manipulation. Of saying, this is the line that I'm not going to cross. I'm actually going to start working on myself. I'm actually going to start developing healthy habits on a day-to-day basis to help me move forward in growing, changing, and developing myself into who I'm called to be. We walk you through that and we step into that inside the seven-day challenge. I want to invite you to check that out. You can go to escapetoxicity.com. It's our seven-day challenge for $7. Just helping you understand narcissistic abuse, but to also have you understand other people that are walking through that same process as well. If we can be of any help today, go to escapetoxicity.com. If you want to work with me one-on-one, you can go to rawmotivations.com. And if you haven't already, subscribe, because we want to be able to share this with more people every single day to help them in their healing journey.